The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So the topic I'd like to talk about for the next few minutes is um, the relationship between immersion and engagement. And just a quick overview, this is part of the theme of the week, which is a series of bases or steps that the Buddha taught that were particularly supportive for him before he was awakened. And they are wholesome desire, energy or effort, investigation, and quality of mind. And these bases, these steps, are sometimes called the roads to spiritual power or the um, bases for spiritual power, bases for meditative success. Those are all valid translations. I hadn't paid a whole lot of attention to them over the years because of one of the translations that appears, which is the um, bases for psychic power. So I found that title a little off-putting and uninteresting. But um, when seeing the list again recently, I was struck how helpful for my own practice each of these qualities were. So... These four or sometimes five bases, steps, um, are conditions for deepening practice, for improving the efficacy of practice. And they can be kind of considered in tongue-in-cheek modern parlance superpowers for meditation. When the Buddha's teachings include them as psychic powers, it's just important to notice the cultural context to be aware of it. Spiritual power, psychic power was a currency for a lot of the ancient teachers in India, as um, in that very old culture. And it was kind of part of what was talked about. It was a very subjective kind of way of seeing the world and understanding the world based on experience in the mind. And um, the Buddha does bring them in. But the only power he recommends over and over again is the power of insight, the power to free the heart permanently from greed, hatred, and delusion. And it's almost like rhetorically as a teacher, he's setting up how important that is by naming all of these other capabilities that we can supposedly folks developed in those times as serious meditators. The Buddha also discouraged his followers from cultivating these other powers and really focused in on insight. And he went as far as to say that in cultivating all of these attributes in the meditation, a practitioner could expect full awakening in this lifetime or something very close. So each of these bases, I'm going to call them, is a bit of like a tripod stool. 
And each has three attributes, the immersion and the practice or samadhi, which is cultivated through a wholehearted kind of engagement, a word in Pali that's padanha. And then one of four things, desire, energy or effort, quality of mind, or investigation. Investigation in this moment. And these qualities, all of them unfold a lot more fruitfully in a relaxed field, relaxed, content field of contentment in the practice itself, contentment just to be immersed, engaged fully in the moment. So an image, we'll focus on these two legs of the stool that are there in every base, the immersion and the engagement. And imagine a potter, an artisan at a potter's wheel, that their wheel is spinning, looping, theme for today, the the potter's wheel is spinning, the pot is spinning, and their hands are gently on the pot, shaping it. They're very engaged with the act of shaping that pot, right? And they're also immersed in, settled in, concentrated on the process. So that's a little bit like the trade-off between the symbiosis between, the reciprocity between engagement and relaxation into this immersion, this samadhi. Wholehearted engagement can be, it can kind of be helpful to understand it in terms of its opposite, which for me is boredom or disinterest, a sense of kind of a separation from the process. And engagement is supported instead by getting interested, getting interested in the details of the process, the materials of the moment and how they weave together to create now. It's kind of like play in a way, whether it's playing a sport or playing with kids. And it's an engagement that, yes, there's maybe an outcome in the back of your mind, but it's not outcome focused. It's engagement play for its own sake. So for me, one of the most powerful lessons in this in my life was in many, many figure drawing sessions I went to back when I was more focused on being a visual artist. And a couple of times a week, we would go to the studio and a group of us would get together and draw. And in a way, we're kind of doing the same thing every week, just like we're doing the same thing with meditation every week. But there's this engagement in the difference of the materials, how they worked together, noticing different facets of what could be seen, and finding each day, each drawing, each meditation, a different way in, a different way to connect with the process, be fresh with it, embodied with it. Each of you probably has an example of this in your own life, something that continually is rewarded by finding new details in it. Skillful samadhi 
Immersion is a softening into, softening into this kind of collectedness born out of the contentment of being engaged in the process itself. And earlier in the process, it can be a very active kind of engagement. And later in the process, as a sense of flow takes hold, Chiksanmali's flow concept takes hold, then there's, it, it has its own momentum. And then the engagement is more relaxed, settled back, right? Skillful samadhi has qualities of calm and relaxation just woven right into it. It's not a bearing down or a squinting, a huffing and puffing. Instead, it can be like that soft rain softening a field or a desert playa. It can be softening that very clay that ends up on the potter's wheel. And that... It's kind of a good simile. We are the clay and we are also the artisan shaping our own minds. There's a malleability and a reciprocity that happens because these two qualities continue to support each other. So when brought together with the other four qualities we'll talk about this week, Dharma desire or wholesome desire, energy, balanced effort, quality of mind and heart and thought and investigation. These can become really powerful ways to cultivate both of these foundational meditation qualities. So look forward to covering that with many of you in the coming days. And um Tomorrow, we will talk about desire, dhamma chanda, dharmic desire, and falling in love with the practice. Look forward to being back with you then. Thank you for the sincerity of your practice and for being here.